Welcome back to the Studio Corner Podcast. Wow, it's been uh, it's been a while, two three months due to the yeah yeah, and it's been a while since you and I have sat down and just spoken to each other. Yeah, we've done a lot of recording since. Yeah, that's right, that's right. A lot has changed. Yeah. So so before we get into that, let me make uh, I just want to give a few announcements. Those of you tuning back into the show, I'm uh, definitely have a whole new outlook on things. It'll be the same show with all the same depth. Uh, We will not be doing any more video. due to I'm a one-man operation. That's just too much for me to do. There's also not enough demand for it. But I will be putting the episodes on YouTube just with, uh, you know, an image as the as what you're looking at. But the audio will, audio will still be there for those of you that do listen on YouTube. Um, and I hope to make this show even better than it was. This time off has definitely allowed a lot of uh, self-reflection, um, nice. self-understanding, and a good view as to what I want to bring into the world. Yeah. So I'm very happy to have Xavier here with yes, me. I'm happy to be here. We've had a, we've had a phenomenal time in the last few months. Yeah, we have. Yeah. 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 Like I was saying, a lot has changed, man. A lot has changed. Not only, um, there, there's a global pandemic going on, <laughs> but I don't have a band anymore. Wait, have we not done this since? <laughs> no, we are ha- you sure? I promise you we have not done this since I've had a band. Are you sure? Positive. I feel like we might have done an episode like on post-band life. No, it was a, I had released Bear, but I was still with the band. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's been a long time since it's you. Been a, okay. It's been a very long time, yeah. So let's catch catch everybody up on your path from uh, you were in a band, the yeah. band broke up. Yeah. Uh, and get us get us to get us to before we started working together. Okay. Um, I was kind of losing myself in the project um i was frustrated i know joe was frustrated my singer old singer uh everybody was frustrated in the band tyler and lyle um but i was really in my head a lot of like what is going on and then um i had many conversations with my old singer saying like what are we gonna do what are we what's the next step and finally i i i had this uh this feeling one day and i was just like Okay, I gotta just tell them I'm out of here, because. <laughs> <laughs> so last time we had talked, I think we had talked about the fact that you guys decided to take a month off, right? And right. it was for everyone to get better, right. Or practice their right. things. So now, I, I'm sure you and I talked about it a few times, mm-hmm. but when you guys came back together, was it that no one practiced, or did, was it just like we something ju- was lost? We yes, we just couldn't write as a band. Interesting. Everybody had it was too different for everybody. Um, each personality was too different. And, uh, yeah, I feel like the way it worked was Joe and I should write the songs. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's how it should have been. Um, and I feel like we could have gotten there, but I got very impatient at that particular time. And I said, okay, I'm done. That was the finally, finally it was the time I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm doing my own thing now. Yeah. I was done being patient with this whole thing. Well, it's interesting because like very much i mean in in all creative platforms but especially in music or even art anything that requires you to create something as a product not even to sell but something that comes out of you 
we don't necessarily have control over the speed of the process. Yeah, right? I know. You know, so like you found yourself wanting, you know, filling up almost like a pregnant woman wanting to give birth. Like right. you can't just not give birth. Exactly. Like it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to, yeah, You can't exactly. just stop that from happening. So like it builds up inside of you. Yeah, totally. And like you were so ready to do something. You had no idea what it was, but it was coming out. Exactly. And like you expected to have this platform and it didn't work and you're like it's imploding. Like, no, I'm out. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's really uh, I think a lot of people would struggle in that moment. I think you had a lot of courage to take that leap. Yeah. Um, and I encourage everyone that's listening. If you do feel stifled or you feel like you're imploding. Try to think, is it because you don't have the right outlet? Right. Is it because you're not using the right outlet? And when I was when I had called everybody that day, I remember it. So uh, I just remember it so well that. I called everybody that day, started off with Joe and I said, Hey, I got to tell you something, but you can't be mad at me. <laughs> and he's like, okay, go. <laughs> and then I said, okay, go. I'm going to start my own thing. Like I got, I got these songs that I really, really want to make. And then he said, okay, I knew that. And I'm like, what? And he's like, he said, even if the band was a huge success, I would still see you doing Xavier songs. Wow, he said that? He said you never that. told me that. Yeah. Wow. He said that. He said, I would still see you doing, even if the band was this huge fucking thing, I would still see you doing Xavier songs. And like, he just like totally went off on like how, like he said the most comforting things and like really motivated me at the same time. And he said, you know what? You are an artist. I've never heard that in my entire life before. Like really like coming yeah. from like someone I've been working with. He's like, you know, you are an artist and I, if anyone's going to do something weird or interesting, it's going to be you out of like the people that I've know that I know. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh my, I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a huge compliment. <laughs> it is. It Especially is from someone as talented and uh, exactly. intuitive as Joe. Exactly. And that's, I, cause I really, I really looked up to what he would say. Um, and then I called Lyle and I called Tyler and Tyler was like, you know what? I would do the same thing if I could write songs. And, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I get it, man. Like, you know, <laughs> and what's well, the thing is like, you know, I mean, you, you were writing with Mr. Call, but what you're doing now is like so di widely different. Some yeah. could say like, you didn't know how to write songs. You right. just kind of went for it. Exactly. And I think everybody, no matter, especially with today's technology, like I'm a guitar player, I write songs. Yeah. I have that outlet, but a drummer could start writing songs. Right. You know, look yeah. at Anderson Pack, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. You can, you with exactly, with technology today, you can make it sound like you can do super, everything. Super pro. Yeah. So, ex yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's in the, wow. It's been a long time. That's incredible. Yeah. That's a really cool. Uh, transitional story too, because yeah. to, it's almost like you got the blessing. Right. Right. Know? Exactly. Like yeah. they recognize the same thing you did. Yeah. And no one was going to stand in anyone's way. Exactly. You know, a, a little advice. Uh, tip for the audience or something to do uh i did interview this band mr call xavier was a bass player i interviewed them a long time ago one of the it's actually the only episode i've done a whole band on mm. um and i remember you and i were talking about it about this that episode right, recently right. we were talking about it and how very much throughout the whole episode if you listen everyone was so different in their standpoint right it was like the band wasn't connected yeah there was a huge disconnect. Now, of course, I loved your music and I believed in you. I thought you guys would go all the way, but yeah, you know, me too. We all we all me think too, that. Me too, Yeah, and I you know I don't, I don't want to take that back at all. But there was very much a disconnect, like in the few times I've listened to it. But it's really educational because all of you are so independently who you are. Right. So it's really cool to see the fact that that many independent people were able to 
you know, allow someone to become yeah, even more independent. Exactly. Exactly. So that's rad. Yeah. So since then, um, I uh, started recording in my room again, but like really trying to take it to the next step. And then the first song that I did in here with you was Responsible. Oh, man. I yeah. love that song. And like that and just stepping into the re- just stepping into record and do my actual vocals, which number one. I've never been a good singer. I've never been a great, I've never been any of that, but I like to make music. So that's all I'm going off of. But you totally helped me and just like comfort me and like make sure that I'm, I'm getting exactly what I need uh, to say, like where, what I need to say, how I need to say it and how to just flow with the track at the same time. Feel, feel nice and easy and did animal and responsible with you and, and uh, here we now go. We, today, we, we literally just, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, we literally just finished three, what, three hours? Three About hours. Three yeah. hours of tracking for yeah. uh, for the first song of the new EP. Yeah. yeah. So I actually, I, I was hoping to uh, dive into this topic because I, I think it's really important. I, I recently spoke to a friend of mine who is very much one of my mentors musically. Um, he's been he's been on the show, Carlos Platon. Um, I recently spoke to him about artist development and mm-hmm. why it's important. And... Uh, we got pretty deep into things and I started to recognize how important what we're doing is. Mm. Well, you and I being in the studio. So I wanted to get your opinion and, you know, open the conversation up to what is, what is, what is the importance of guidance when you are recording a slash, you know, to a certain extent producing your music okay. for you? What, what, do, what is the importance and what, what have you learned so far in that? What do you mean by guidance? Like, you know, in the sense that when you come in here, I'm not just pressing record, I'm working with you, right? Mm. Like there's two people working on something and, you know, you have to come in here and be the artist, right? you know, having guidance in the sense of not what to write, not what to sing and not any of that stuff, but how to find more of yourself. Ah, I think just going over conversations, situations in my head of like, especially when I'm writing, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, should I really be saying this? Or like, like, what are people going to think of me? And that's exactly what I should be writing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the more uncomfortable I can make myself in a, in a song of like who I truly am, that's what I'm going to be writing for sure. That's, that's really interesting way to look at it. Like the more uncomfortable you get with what you're saying, because, yeah. you know, the deepest part of ourselves uh, is going to require us to face our own humility. Which exactly. Is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I guess what I'm asking is the idea of guidance because I've received this grow, you know, growing in a studio. But when we write that music, it's so in the moment. Mm. When it's time to record it, we want to be able to express right. that that moment, you know, as real as it is to us, so that the audience can hear it, the audience can enjoy it and feel it, and because it's important for us to express right. it. Uh, so, when you walk into the studio and your experience here, what has been like the defining factors to getting you to deliver that same emotion while recording? I think um, just the conversation between you and I while, while re- recording. Yeah. And then you pause it and you're like, okay, so what is this song about? And tell me what's going on with these lyrics. And yeah. then I tell you, and then you, you pretty much understand where I'm, what I'm going for. And then you say, okay, now, so imagine you're in that situation this is this and that and put yourself there and express how you're feeling in that moment. And so like for today we recorded a song called sun. 
Um, it's more about like my feelings and who I am as a person. And so in, in most of the imagery, I'm at a party and then like I'm really just drunk at this party and yeah. I'm looking at the mirror and I'm like really being super truthful to myself and then be like, this is who you are. And like, you know, people want to say things about you and want to tell you your face. Like, why don't you have this? Or why don't you have a girlfriend or, you know, all this stuff. But at the same time, you know, this is, I just, I'm sorry, but this is exactly who I am. I, I don't know what else, like how else to please you yeah. other than that. And then for, for you to put me into that moment, that's when I start really, really getting comfortable. And so it's interesting. I, well, that's my goal. First yeah, off. Yeah. I, I want to get I you there. I think it's the conversation and I think it's, it's, it's more of, of the energy that I can grab on you. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I feel feed off of that really. Well, that, I mean, that, for me, that's so important in a studio, especially recording music. Cause we have to remember that, you know, music is a, a language of expression. It's yeah. not communication. And I think this is a really important thing to define here. Um, for me, communication is simple. Communication is about knowing how someone hears. Mm. So I think what I have to say is import, so important that I'm going to learn how someone else hears so I can communicate it in that way so they hear it. Right. Now, with creative expression, we have to realize it's not about communicating. It's about expressing. It's mm. about the fact that I express myself best through this language. So, for example, music, writing your songs, that's the, that's the language you speak. Right. You know, artists speak painting, speak drawing, writers speak writing, you know. It's the language you speak best to express yourself. Right. So there should be no uh, hindering thoughts of exactly. what I'm expressing. Exactly. And I feel like we're so worried about what the audience thinks in every step of the process that we actually limit ourselves from yeah. expression. We yeah. have to be ruthlessly honest and You're stripped right. down to the rawest form. Right. So, like, when you come in here, I it's like... You ever notice that feeling when you like you felt something, but the more you describe it to someone and the way they respond kind of helps you understand what you were going through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Hey, let me share this. And they're like, Oh, it sounds like you were doing exactly. This. Yeah. And yeah. You're like, you know what I was doing? Yeah. That. Yeah. Like for me, that's exactly what I'm going for. Yeah. Like that, and I, I feel like that's the relationship that you and I have built yeah, yeah. and that I hope to build with all the yeah, artists I no, work with. Like for today, especially every time I pointed my finger <laughs> like this at you, you knew exactly what I was saying. I was like, yep. Yep. You know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it's funny because a lot of the time the artist, uh, it's not that, like you as an artist, not that you don't know what you're feeling. It's that maybe you need someone else to recognize you before you can feel comfortable vocalizing it. Exactly. You know, so like me recognizing what you're going through in that scenario and that imagery allows you to get in front of that mic and fucking hit that tape, Yeah. you know, really bring that to the table. And that's expression. It's not about communicating. It's about expressing. Yeah. What about that question for you? What do you mean? What's the importance of guidance? Yes. I think very much that I think, uh, I mean, I think in, Anything in life, no matter what it is, whether it's creativity or anything, mm-hmm. uh, in order to become better at it and to become great, you have to have some sort of teaching or guidance mm-hmm. or this and that. At some point, every great person that what they were great at learned something from someone, right? Right. right. And that uh, that's a uh, that's a human trait that we all share. This uh, you know not only uh, necessity to share and pass down, but want to pass down knowledge and mm-hmm. guide and teach. So seeking out the proper teacher and proper guidance mm. is so important whether it's guitar lessons whether it's you know recording in the studio whether it's this and that and like for me it's uh it's not so much about having a producer that's going to say the song needs this and needs that mm. it's having someone that's going to say this is who you are this is what you bring to the table 
Now you now I I need to get there with you so we can capture this moment. Right. Like the importance of guidance is allowing an artist to freely express themselves and recognize that it's they don't have to worry about someone not understanding. Okay. Just giving it their all to that moment because yeah. that's the kind of stuff that changes, yeah. you know, the ways of the world. Right. Okay. You know, you ever listen to that, you know, you you listen to a song you can recognize when someone really hit that take. Exactly. Someone was feeling that fucking yeah. moment. Like yeah. Freddie Mercury is such a good example. Yeah. You know, especially because his vocals are so intense. Right. Yeah. Like you can feel that. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Page when he plays guitar on the tracks, yeah. like you can feel he's in that moment. Like you they capture that. Yeah. And it's not as easy as being great at what you do. Right. It's a matter of knowing the environment that's best for you. Yeah. So like as a producer, like when I tell people that I, I work and record, like I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to play or how to play it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to teach you how to play your instrument. Like you're going to show up with music and I'm going to produce you in the sense that I'm going to help expose the purest form of you mm -hmm. so you can give that. Yeah. So for totally. me, that's the importance of guidance. Cool. I love that. I love that answer. On my sure. little rant there. <laughs> I love that answer. Um, yeah. Anybody want to work with me? Hit me up. Instagram <laughs> DM dude. Uh, but yeah, and it's it's been really cool to watch you grow too. Because I remember the first time you came in here, it was a it was a struggle because it we was. did was responsible the first song we ever recorded. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was. Are you sure? I feel like we did a no. Animal was after, wasn't I, it? I, yeah, Animal was after. Animal, I I got into the groove more. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Responsible was great though because it was such a meaningful song to yeah. you, and like there was a lot of a lot of moments where we had to like dive into Xavier exactly parts of Xavier that yeah. neither of us knew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was my first legitimate time actually recording vocals professionally where I'm like, okay, now I'm not in my room anymore. <laughs> now I, I really have to, you know, project and like, uh, just get what, uh, have other people understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, that was, that was for sure a struggle for me. Well, it was great too because you really rose to the occasion. Yeah, you know, I've 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 worked with a lot of people um, that just crumble and decide to walk away. <laughs> well, and that and I good. and it's truly I yeah. like I don't ever try to make someone get to that state. Like I mm. push people, but I don't ever try to put them there. But it's amazing what will I mean as you know what will happen to us when we get in front of that microphone. You're right. Yeah. We just like. Fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it's also uh, sorry. I'm like ranting about no this. It's also really good to me because I remember, uh, I forgot where I heard this, um, was the idea of like free falling, right? Mm. We feel like we're falling. When you feel like you're falling, like free falling in midair, like there's nothing to grab onto, that's the best place you can be creatively. Because if you're free falling, there is nothing to hold onto, which mm. means that you won't hold yourself up. So like it's the most vulnerable you'll be. You can only express when you're free falling. You can't hold on. You can't latch onto things. There's no right. attachment. You're right. So like that moment you felt in front of the microphone, that was super important. Yeah. Super important. Yeah. Of course, you wrote it like a fucking wave. So. <laughs> Appreciate that. Hell yeah. So um, with all this recording, mm -hmm. you know, what I – mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things, but what have you learned so far uh, in regards to your personal music? Like, you know, what have you learned about your music? Mm. And what have you learned in general as an artist? About my music, oh, man. I learned that I'm a lot more – I guess it's helping me realize like really what I want out of life and who I am as a person and what I think about because I obsess over it about love. So mm -hmm. like it's helping me realize like what I think about each certain thing. Um, but what I think about like m 
the music in general of like what I'm making. I think it's cool. It's, it's different. It's definitely unique because like, like I said, I don't, I don't have the strongest voice ever, but I feel like if I can hit the right style and the right flow, it doesn't matter. I, just, I, I it'll sound cool. It'll sound really grooving. Yeah. And that's really for me, that's kind of all, that's all you need. Um, at least just for, for my, for my personal sound, but it is helping me discover a lot about myself of like, I write a little kind of depressing shit at times, but it's more angsty than anything. It's like a little, little kid who's like never experienced what it feels like to really love. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like bashing on it just because that's what I know. So that's really, uh, I'm powerful. I'm bashing on it because like, I wish I could have that and I wish I could do this and I wish I could do that. But instead I have the opposite of that. And so here I am just writing about that. And so like, you know, it is angsty. It is a little bit edgy, but not like a, like in an aggressive tone. It's more of just like a sassy way. Yeah. An Xavier way. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also great because like, it's very clear, especially working with you um, and through your music, it's very clear that that love you're talking about, you have for music and you have that relationship yeah. where it's like you're committed and there's no question. Exactly. Um, which some will tell you that that's in the way of you falling in love. Right. But it's like, you're so unfocused on the future. And so right now. Yeah that that groove is possible that, yeah. that that the most that's why i love seeing you get the right take yeah you know some artists you know are really technically good and they yeah. can pull it off and convince you some artists just like you wait for that right take and it happens you're like there it was right yeah right. you were part of that moment it's yeah. which is really great yeah that's interesting that you so you wrote with mr call and you wrote mostly for mr call right so what was the difference? Why weren't you able to achieve that understanding of yourself with them? Because what I'm more focused on is stream of consciousness type of sound where I'm more in my feelings rather than, and, and Joe liked to do this a lot, a lot of metaphors of like why, he was very metaphorical in his writing, which I totally get and I mm -hmm. totally understand. I have the hardest time doing that. I'm more of just like, this is how I'm feeling at this moment it's like fluid it's like liquid and butter to me you know and and like it's more like like uh the 1975 because they're the, the i mean the first album they came out with was very very it was amazing to me and everything they wrote about it, it, it especially matt the singer wrote about in one of his songs was called sex it's just like he's just rambling on yeah and i'm thinking like that's so cool like it doesn't like He's just saying exactly what he's thinking and feeling at that for this song. And like, I kind of, I kind of gravitate towards that more than trying to do this metaphorical thing. I have such a hard time. I write the worst songs trying to do that. Yeah. You, you that sounds like you're trying, you were trying to be something you weren't. Exactly. Yeah. So with the band, I, um, we did have a song called Salem and that was definitely me, you yeah. know? Joe sang it but that was definitely <laughs> like yeah. those lyrics were he wrote the hook for sure which was amazing but like those verses were just all Xavier going through a really really bad heartbreak <laughs> well, what's what's funny is uh knowing that you had a, a say in that writing process and yeah. your songs now are so powerful yeah it's like I'm sure there's a number of things that you broke free from that mm -hmm. you were able to immerse yourself in, but like what you're learning about yourself. I remember the Xavier that played with Mr. Call. If you, if I asked you like, 
what do you want most out of a song? The, without hesitation, you say, I want it to be a hit. Right. That's all you ever said. Yeah, exactly. And, the, and that's all you ever cared about. Yeah. And then yeah. the moment you started working on your own music, it, it's like you discovered, like, I don't care about that. I'd like people. I want it to matter. Yeah. But everything became so much more about yourself. Yeah. Your expression. And, and, you know, we, you and I talked about this and like, yeah, I like the idea of the hit or whatever, but like. We were we were speaking to each other on, like on Instagram one one morning I remember and yeah. I I just I told you like hey you know what I I want to be someone's favorite artist that's really what's important to me if I can be someone's favorite artist and like someone they can tell their friend about I think I've accomplished that like that goal like uh, that's what I really really want out of mm-hmm. out of this whole thing I just want to be someone's favorite artist um, because that shows me that I have something to offer that they really, really like. And it's, it's very passionate and, and it's a love coming out of me. Well, see, and I, and I think that's such a different statement than want to make a hit because yeah. that is so far away from the idea of yeah. validation through others. Right. Like what you're hoping for is that your self-expression, it doesn't have to be heard. Right. Right. But you, the best thing that could happen is to impact someone so that intensely much, yeah. that your life ma- you know, meant yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's where true expression comes yeah. in for me. Like that is such a different statement. It is. That's yeah. a be- beautiful, beautiful goal. Yeah. I think that should be everyone's uh, on everyone's list of things that yeah. matter. Not because they need to be validated and be the best, but because to be someone's favorite artist, I mean, we all have our favorite artists, right? Right, like, exactly. You know, when exactly. you put on that music, it's not that it's like the greatest thing you ever heard, but it's yours. Yeah. Like you feel like someone created something for you. Yeah. And to know that you could make someone feel that is exactly is worth it. Exactly. Worth it all, all the yeah. hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, for, for you though, like now that you've been writing more, like how do you feel about, you? okay, so you kind of preface this whole thing with like new mentality, knew this what do you feel now like in this current state of you how do you feel about the music that you're making the music in general and like your feeling towards all that like how does it all you know correlate with each other um so it's actually something that's recently just uh come to a realization of myself is Mm. um an example is the other day so I've already recorded my first album. Mm. I have three songs out, out as of right now. June right. 5th will be the fourth single. And then sometime in July, I haven't decided yet, I'll be releasing my first album. Mm. Um, and now my goal with these with these albums is to purely create a catalog of my raw music, mm. like you would see me live. So it's just acoustic guitar right. and just vocal. It has a very specific thing to it. But, you know, 10 song albums, the goal is three, three albums. Um, and that takes a lot of time because I'm doing everything myself other than mixing. Right. So what's funny is I did the first, I recorded all the actual tracking for mm-hmm. the first album in five months, 10 songs. Um, and it was so up and down regarding like my involvement in the present moment mm. uh, that there was certain songs like I recorded in the first month and didn't end up actually finishing till like the last month. Mm. You know, and it was so up and down and so wild. Like we talked about like being back in that, you know, emotion, like having to put yourself there is very difficult. That's right. why it's important to yeah. have you know, producer or someone like that in the studio. Yeah. I don't have that. Mm. So I went through this whole like, you know, five month period of like dealing with this. And I start, you know, recording the start tracking for the second album. Like, you know what? A month ago, Mm. like this month, actually, I started tracking for the second album. And, uh, these songs that I'm tracking are from some of them. I wrote when I was 19 Mm. and some of them I wrote the other day, you know, 26 now. So like, some of these songs were held up, some of them didn't. Now I have like over 50 songs, but I've gotten rid of almost 20 of them. Yeah. 
because not because they're necessarily bad songs, but because something I learned um, is you have to let the moment now, the present moment overtake, <clears throat> be in charge. Mm -hmm. um, the other day I was supposed to be tracking a certain song and all my mics were set up and I picked up my, uh, my guitar and I just, I started writing. I started, you know, this, this music started to come out of me and it was so, I mean, passionate is definitely a good word to use, but it was so real. It mm. was so like such an open flow of creativity. It was like something was channeling in that moment and I, it was, the door was open. Mm. So instead of like writing it and putting it to the list, I literally went, I finished it. I sat down in the studio and I recorded the guitar tracks for it. Oh. I spent eight hours that day, spontaneously, yeah. eight hours recording that song. So is that where that's the that's where that yeah post that solo? came from? That's yeah. where that solo oh came from. Oh my god! Yeah, Hell I spent yeah. eight hours tracking guitars, okay. and because I do everything start to finish one take, yeah. like I don't, yeah. you know. Um, so it was it was just really intense experience, and I remember after eight hours, I didn't feel what I usually felt after that many hours in the studio. Mm. Something was different. Something had changed, and I had realized that. You know, all of our favorite artists, they may have, you know, they may release a 10 song album, but of those 10 songs, there's probably a hundred, hundred that they wrote and never released and never right. bothered. Not because they weren't good, but because they didn't matter in that moment. And that's important. Interesting. So as artists, we have to recognize no matter how much we think someone's going to like something, right. we have to be truest to ourselves. Right. So I actually went and re, you know, redecided a lot of the second album, what I'm going to record and what I'm not going to record because it has to be open-ended to like what I'm in right now. Right. Um, so I've, I've definitely learned that trying to hold on to the songs we think are great, what, what matters to us is so detrimental to our actual expression, to our actual creative flow. Because if I'm over here trying to hold on to a song I wrote five years ago that is not meant for me to hold on to, I'm blocking out the possibility of these other songs. Right, you're right. And that's who we are as artists. Yeah. If you want to define yourself, that present expression will define you at any moment. Right. Um, so for me, it was a growth of saying, like, there's certain songs that still hold up that still like have when I play them, I still feel that same emotion. Mm -hmm. So those will definitely go on. I like that. Right. But then there's certain songs where I'm like, I'm dreading fucking recording them. Mm. Like I shouldn't have to dread recording. You're this. right. Yeah. Like yeah. that's absurd. Yeah. This is purely about expression You're and right. about me having it's like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, no matter how much, you know, my mom or dad may like it from when I was exactly. like 19 exactly. and wrote a song. Yeah. It's you all know? about how you feel. And yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's that's being an artist like yeah. you, for example. Like, can you imagine if you were sitting here trying to re-record Mr. Call songs that you worked oh, on? My like, God. that just wasn't. Yeah. That's not the case. No. Not that they're bad songs. Yeah. But it would never. It we would never achieve what you and I just talked about exactly. being in the studio. Yeah. You would never achieve that true expression, capturing that moment. You know. Right. And and so educationally, that's that's the biggest thing I've learned uh, through recording my music. And I mean, there's tons of education you can get from recording music. Right. So. Right. But uh, that's definitely the biggest thing for me right now. Nice, nice. Yeah, I like thanks that. for letting me rant. Of so course, much. dude. I, I love uh, it. Man. I love it. It's like I haven't podcasted in like two months. I'm just like, oh my god, listen to everything <laughs> I have to say. Everything I have to say is so important. It's good. I like it. I, I, yeah. I, I totally collect everything that you say and <laughs> put in my little bag over here. <laughs> this is an interesting analogy. Um, so. Mm -hmm. This is really good because I think the the biggest the biggest thing I wanted to talk to you about today mm -hmm. among the these things is releasing music. Mm. Now, this is kind of a general statement, right. so I don't want you to feel like you have to answer the way you think someone wants you to answer. Okay. 
I'll answer I how answer. I how I answer. I want you to take this very very personally. Okay. Releasing music um, during and not during. Let's start with pretend if it wasn't a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Just releasing music in general. Mm-hmm. What is the importance of releasing music? What is important to you about releasing music? The importance is traction. I want to get people interested. I need. How do I stand out? Um, differently than the next person. What makes me a little bit different, and and but also also have some style and have be cool. Like, w- what about it? Can I do? And so you know, I've I've definitely gone into a rabbit hole of like I'm trying different things out. But like I am picking up things that I think are me, and and formulating this this whole thing. So. Yeah, I, I think the importance to release music now, um, super important. I, I I have some I have something to say now. Like, I, so I, is it is it about getting traction, or is it is it and like you know creating this image for yourself, or is it more about you sharing what you're trying to say? I think both. Okay. Because I feel like I do have a cool style that I that. You know, it, it's it's a little indie. You know, it is a little. Uh, I love it though. You know, it's I, fucking great, man. <laughs> I love my. What fuck- you have like thirty five thousand streams on your first song? Already? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I I have my Hawaiian shirt. I this is just the shit that I like, yeah. and I want you guys to see like, hey, do you guys like me? Because like I like me, and like <laughs> let's let's this is this is what I'm about. It's it's. Some people might think it's lame or whatever. I have my Hawaiian shirt. I, I like it tucked in. I I fucking play bass, but you know now I'm trying to sing. So like, it is some somewhat about the a style, but at the same time, I really want people to understand what I'm saying with these songs. It's a real style. It's it who is. you are. Yes, exactly. I'm exa- I'm definitely exposing exactly what I am. You know, music wise and style wise. So, well, it's yeah. cool. It's cool that you say that because uh, there's definitely this. Um, I don't know if stigma is the right word. Mm. I don't know what the right word for oh, it yeah. is, but uh, behind like, why do you release music? Right. And everyone's so afraid to say, "I'm releasing music because I want to be recognized." Mm. But recognize is such a broad statement. Like right. recognize and maybe like like you said, I want to be someone's favorite artist. Yeah. I want people to see me. Right. You know, and that's what it's about. It like you know, it's it's okay to say I release music because of that. Right. Because if you weren't releasing music for that reason, then you don't need to release music. Exactly. It's just <laughs> yeah, for you exactly. to express it. You yeah. can play it for anyone, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you when you enter the platform to say I'm going to release music so the world can hear it, it's not about you getting validated. It's not about you being famous. It's not about that. But you want to be recognized for who you are, exactly. whether it's by one person or by a billion. Like. So I think uh, as artists, we especially musicians, we need to accept that it's okay yeah. to feel that way yeah. when we release music. Exactly. It's okay to want those things. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But it don't is. let it destroy you if you right, don't you know, right. get there right away. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, I, I've, I've been patient with this whole thing, like, and, and I don't, you know, I was even telling my mom at a certain point before we got into this huge, like, mass fight. <laughs> Her and I got into this thing, and I said... And I told her straight, like, if if I'm 60 and I'm still doing this bullshit that you think it is, you know, yeah. or what you call it, but I'm still fucking making music, I'm going to keep doing it. And you can tell, yeah. you, you can tell your friends that here, 
how proud are you how proud you are of your fucking loser son but you know what i'm having the goddamn time of my life you're living your life exactly i'm living my life making the shit that i want to make so sorry (laughs) well and you know the truth is like the i think uh the only way to reach that level of enjoyment is to release it is to share it yeah especially in a day and age where we can I mean, I can go right now and release a song on Spotify tomorrow morning. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Totally. Like, share everything, man. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I can't promise you I'm going to like it, and I can't promise you I'm not going to roast you if you ask my opinion because right. I'm honest. Right. But it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you express yourself. You're not trying to communicate to me. Right. You're expressing yourself and hoping someone hears. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's such a different... That's, that's so t- great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, so, that's in general. Uh, now, something I've noticed during the pandemic and while everything's shut down is... Look, look at the famous artists, right? That were touring. They don't have the platform to be worshipped anymore. Right. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but they don't have that platform that really, one, they get paid the most. That's how they make their living. So, you know, it's difficult for everyone. But this kind of downtime, like having to cancel touring, it makes me wonder as a fan and as an, as an art fellow artist, who still loves what they do? Who is still right. in love with the creativity? Because yeah. we'll see, like, were you just on autopilot touring and writing songs that will be, you know, this and that? I'm sure. Or are you diving deeper? I'm so sh- what will I yeah. see in a year when things open back I'm up? I'm sure, mo- like, more money-making bands that are more about, like, about the fucking money yeah. will kind of, like, yo, what's going on? Especially if... Well, things will spiral, yeah. Yeah, especially if they're backed by labels and they have all these go- stuff, this stuff going on and the... To get into that creative space, I think that is the perfect time to get into that creative space. What what I what I what I cons- what I'm concerned with is like, what if now that they have the time to actually sit down and breathe and look at themselves, mm-hmm. are they going to realize that I don't love this anymore? Right. Are they going to realize this is my chance to dive deeper into what I'm doing? Yeah. And like, there's so much in between. So I'm very curious because these pros are so worn out on right. this, on tour and yeah. they work so hard. Yeah. But now. Now, you know, you and me are on the same level as everyone else. Like yeah. We're all on the same level of yeah. creativity. So for me, the importance of releasing music during this pandemic has changed because now to release music is just as important as like if Metallica released music mm. or if Taylor Swift releases music. Right. Like, yeah, you may not have the same audience, but the act itself is equivalent. Yeah. Like we're all on the same page exactly. and diving into creativity. Yeah, we're all kind of set to ground zero and like fair game, you know, Which fair is, game. It's incredible. So... Like the uh, so the importance of like releasing music during this is you know just it's huge. I mean it's huge right. regarding that. But what also what we don't also realize is that the motivation has changed. Mm. Now for you, before I tell you what I think about that, motivation wise, has anything changed because you can't go out and promote music differently? I feel like I'm more motivated. Really? In this whole thing. Because before I was going out and, you know, I'll admit I, I was going out a lot. I, I, I'm used to that. Yeah. I'm used to going out a lot and like, yeah, I was doing, you know, taking my time with these tracks. But since this pandemic has started, I'm just like, okay, now I'm in. I can't go anywhere. But I do sometimes, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do. <laughs> sometimes I do. But like now I really, really have to think about what I'm saying and like, Ooh, that's a good statement. Yeah. Like why am I writing this right now? And what is its importance to me? 
you know? So yeah, like the, the number one question is like, why am I even writing this? That's what I always keep going back to. So uh, yeah, since this whole thing, I've been way more motivated of just like, I need to get this track done. I want to get this. I want to get the right sounds for it. It's going to take a couple of days and I'm always flip floppy on this. And like here, I, I want this sound here and like, I'll come back to a track and yeah. I'm like, I'll record vocals, but it, it's exactly, I love the process of it. Yeah. I really, really do. And I'm, I'm super motivated to like, just keep hitting, uh, these tracks specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what about for you? Well, it's, I'm really happy that you, you spoke about that because I think, something that's overlooked is be, our social life. It doesn't have to be, you know, like for me, like I was playing, like I started doing this thing. I got this like gig at this brewery where I would play every like three, four months, right. like a three hour night. Right. And I did yeah, that yeah. because I just, I love performing, yeah. but it also gave me enough time to like, you know, I'm recording a lot. Right. But then, you know, that we got locked down, what, two days before my show. Yeah. And yeah. I was really bummed out. Yeah. But it's all right, you know, shit happens. But I also can't go to all the concerts that I was going to. I can't right. go to the baked potato and, you know, have my glass of whiskey and watch right. these guys like social events regarding that. But then even I can't go grab a beer with my buddies. Right. I can't just go have a you know beer at a brewery down the yeah. street. I can't, you know, I can't take my girlfriend to dinner. I can't there's all these like things that as creative people, we like as in you know, with like these antennas, we pick up on all this substance around us right. that kind of fuels our constant want and need yeah. to create and do this. Yeah. So we have that taken out of the equation. So basically for creative people, we were stripped down to our rawest form Totally. to basically totally. say like, you either freaking love this yeah. and yeah. you can do it or like, like everything, all the inspiration we're pulling is as is ex existential at this mm -hmm. point. Like we all have become, on a higher consciousness level mm. because we have to pull from there. You know, we're all used to our normal environment that we're, you know, locked down. We can't go to this. Like, so we've gotten very used to the small amount of interaction we have. So everything we're pulling from, if we are pulling, uh, is coming from some, we're higher. We're being forced to tap into something bigger to create something better. Yeah. So I think releasing music during this is so important because if we're presently expressing and we sit down in front of microphones and we go and release those music. That stuff is so powerful right now. Yeah. And it's not because the world is having a hard, tough time. We can sit here for an hour and talk about how everyone is struggling and all that right. stuff. It's not what we're here to do. Yeah. We're not here to deny it, but we're not here to talk about that. Right. What we're saying is that during this time, regardless of what the reason is, it is putting us in a stripped down raw form of, what do we bring to the very, table? Very, very stripped down. So I think what, what people release during this time, and it's important to release because, like you said, it's going to express the realest you. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah, incredible to me. Yeah, totally. So, so hey, if you're listening, release all your music. Release, release all your release art. Release it now. Write all you can. Exactly like, put everything out feeling. there. <laughs> like, be vulnerable and be raw. Just ruthless, ruthless with it, too. Listen to this while you're sleeping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so you re since your first release mm -hmm. speaking of releasing music and all that you're learning about yourself and it in general especially in and out of a pandemic where do you see the most growth is it spiritual is it emotional is it musically is it artistically lyrically i, mean, I feel all like i'm getting better at at just songwriting in general I've never, I've, I've never considered myself a great songwriter, but I feel like I'm getting better at it. You know? How so? Um, 
not only with lyrics, because when I sent out Animal to, I, I use that site Submit Hub, you know? Fuck that. <laughs> Anybody from Submit Hub listening, you can die. <laughs> suck our ass. Anyway, I would. What a I, weird thing to say. <laughs> suck our ass. Uh, I, uh, I would send it out, and like something that I got more often than not was like great storytelling, great lyrics. Blah 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 blah. This is a little bit too aggressive. This is a little bit too. Exp- I got more oh, often than this is a little bit too experimental for our playlist. This is not a fucking experimental song. Okay, it's it's a it's a goddamn indie alternative song. It's just an alternative song, you guys. But I got a lot of like great songwriting, great lyrics, blah blah, blah like great imagery, and I'm just thinking like, really? <laughs> and I, I don't really like pay attention to that too much, but I'm thinking like. Okay, I, I can kind of see that. And I was talking to one of my coworkers today. Uh, his name is Ed. Uh, I talk to him a lot just about, you know, music in general. Is he the one guy that's always on your stories? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. You're just like, due to this freaking quarantine <laughs> lockdown, you're just stuck with it. I mean, you're like essential. You have to go to work. Yeah. But you're just with the same dude yeah, all the time I know, now. I know. We, we bother each other. But he's just, I'm like thinking, I asked him today. I was like, so like, what, what song is the best? Out of the three that you heard. And he's just like, I found myself um, liking Animal and just like the subtleties and everything. And blah, blah, blah. and I, I was explaining Animal and everything about that. He's like, yeah, I just I just really like the, like the subtleties that you did in that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to remember that. But yeah, I, I feel like the most growth out of me is songwriting. I've, okay. I don't like, – like I said, I've never considered myself – a good songwriter at all do you notice anything different like specifically when you're writing a song like oh i'm i'm paying more attention to this phrasing i'm paying more attention to i'm getting more sound. comfortable with my voice i think so you think it's a confidence thing yes interesting yes. yeah so do you think now this this is actually really important i, th- I mean because i i've learned this about myself and i've only released three songs got fourth one coming i'm doing a ton of music but uh releasing that first song it's not just necess- it's not even taking that first step it's once you put it out there, like you have to deal with it. Yeah, you're right. Like it's not yours anymore. So yeah. when you go back to release the next one, something changes. Exactly. So like you almost have to psych yourself up. You get this confidence you're talking about. The songwriting is different. You you, right. you, you hear how it sounds right. for the first time. And like it really changed you. So like there's another, I mean, right there, add that to the not uh, number of things, why it's important to release music. Yeah. Like that, it's, it's really, it changes everything. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's... It gets to you. Yeah. You have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, short break. Uh, sure. uh, Xavier will be going to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm He's so had sorry. Too much whiskey. I... I'm so sorry. Well, what was a bit of a long break for us was actually a few <laughs> seconds for those of you listening, because we have the ability to uh, press pause. Hit pause. Uh, don't worry. Nothing was said that would be valuable to the conversation. <laughs> um, for you, though, what do you think is like the most growth out of you? Um, I'd say number one, letting go. Um, in, in what regard? Kind of what I talked about earlier, recognizing that certain songs will never have the power or expression that they do because mm. I waited too long to record them. Interesting. Okay. You know, uh, biggest growth. I mean, yeah, letting go because I waited too long. Okay. Um, also, the the second album, not the first one. First one coming out soon, but nice. the second one has a lot of songs that I've written like 
in the last two weeks. Yeah. That, but I've already recorded them. Hell yeah. So they have this essence to them. Um, growth, I think, is. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, go for it. For the second album, what's what's the the style or or uh, how is this different from the the first album? Uh, so the when I set out to do this, the goal was I have all these songs. Um, that means something to me and I'm performing solo with my acoustic guitar. And like, I've tried to record my music a number of times throughout my life, never mm. released it because it just, I always get so close to the end and realize this is shit. Mm. Like, this is a lie. This is mm. not real. So I said, screw it. I'm just going to do it myself and do it raw, you know, yeah. acoustic guitar and vocal, no harmonies, no nothing. Yeah. Um, and one take, like I, yeah. the, the guitar is, I mean, even if it's a doubled guitar yeah. start to finish, I played it. Yeah. Like there's no cutting there. Um, Maybe like some like lead stuff is on a different track, but none of it's like, oh, from that take that gets it's, it's almost it's like 99 percent authentic. Yeah. As you would see me live, you know. Yeah. Totally. Um, so the goal is to release the catalog of music that yeah. I, that's important to me, to cool. me, for me to express myself. Um, because it's I, I struggle the most with like wanting to overproduce like, oh, this could use this, use this. Right, but right. you know what? I'm going to release these songs. And if some of these songs I go back, I'm like, I'd like to go back and visit this. Then I'll go back and produce it. Nice. But it's about a cat. I mean, the, the our first album is called set one. Mm. The second album is called set two. Yeah. It's just a different set of songs. Yeah. Like I would play live. Like I want it to be raw, mm. pure. And it's, I think it, it's consistent and parallel and, you know, right on track with who I am and the language I, the language I speak to express myself. Nice. I like that. And that's such an important thing as artists yeah. when we share, because I tried for so long to make it something it wasn't. Mm. You know, I tried to overproduce it and overdo it. Which this. is crazy, because like I've told you too before, like nobody is doing with your melodies mixed with your guitar playing, mixed with your solos, nobody is doing that right now. Like Absolutely so. nobody is doing it. I'd like to see somebody on fucking anywhere spotify apple music or soundcloud do exactly what you're doing which is like you know people have heard like my shit compared like, whatever you know that like i i create sounds and and whatever but it's to have it so raw and and technical and all this like i was saying nobody is doing that absolutely nobody well so, i mean i appreciate that and that's, yeah. I, I hope that's the case i hope i i can I hope I can inspire great musicians to put themselves up front. Because yeah. if you listen to the tracks, like if you want to search me, you know, little plug here. My name is Hyg, H Y G. Look me up. You'll see my logo. You'll see all that stuff. I got three songs out. But like, you go listen to the music. Like, it's like I. Re I mean, I play. It's recorded. It's recorded yeah. straight up. Like, there's. I can tell you right now, the effects that are on those track is maybe the vocals have a little bit of a deesser. Yeah. There's a, a light form, a light, light, light digital compression on everything, but everything is recorded directly through an LA 2A analog, yeah. real compressor. Um, and I mean, subtle delay. Right. But I mean, that's the extent of it. There's no, the mixing is great. My mixing guy, Charlie Lynn, he's amazing. Yeah. But like, it's very upfront. And I've gotten a lot of reactions where people almost don't know what to do with it because they haven't heard, not that they haven't heard a guitar before. But, exactly. you know, this is me expressing myself. Yeah, yeah. And it's not about me making something that you're going to, you know, oh, that's the best thing I'm going to play it on the radio. It's like, right. this is me expressing myself. Yeah. That's why this matters. Yeah. And there's so many musicians that are so fucking good. Yeah. Like, I hope that if anything, my music will help other musicians realize that they can be right up against that microphone. Mm. That they can shit, say everything they need to say right up front and they don't have to hide behind anything. Mm -hmm. 
because I mean I'm not hiding behind shit on yeah, these tracks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's raw. Yeah, super raw. I love so that. So that's that's uh. I love it. God, I totally straight away from the question, but <laughs> um, that's growth is definitely you know having confidence in my own expression cool. uh, and letting go of things that aren't right now. Cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um, sorry kind of coming down from all that no worries. um the goal mm -hmm. uh the last thing i'll i'll well before i ask for your advice mm -hmm. which we always do um you've gone through an incredible journey mm -hmm. you've done incredible things your growth as a musician should be the fucking staple <laughs> for uh what people should strive for um of course that's my opinion i'm sure everyone has theirs uh, it's been an honor and such a blessing for me as a musician, as a creative person to be so near a journey like that. Mm. But throughout your journey, I've gotten to hear a lot of what you want, a lot of your goals, a lot of, and see the attempts at those goals. Right. With your music officially released as your own artist, as Xavier Valdez with three songs out now, um, three great songs, getting traction, now starting an EP. Mm -hmm. Has the life goal changed? Big picture and small picture. Big picture, man. I just really want to play on a big stage, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as as selfish as I can be. That's not selfish. <laughs> I just want That's to play. literally like, unselfish. You're playing for people. Yeah, I mean, I just really want to perform for, like, a lot of people. And they already know my shit, you know? And that would be the most, like, I, I've had like like weird daydreams about this where i'm just like they're singing back my lyrics and i'm crying <laughs> and i'm just like oh this is so much we've all had that one <laughs> yeah so like big goal i would like that you know I, I would i would love that i would love for for me to just get the opportunity to play on a big stage where people just know my lyrics and they're grooving with me and they're dancing with me and like as silly as it can get and whatever and like they're just grooving along to the to the music small goal i'm just trying to just trying to get a little bit of traction and just trying to get some fans and you know would you compromise anything about what you're doing and who you are regarding a, as a songwriter yes love <laughs> Uh, what do you mean, love? Love. I would compromise every single relationship romantically. Well, I mean, I wasn't about to get into that. I mean, oh, would you, yeah, yeah, would you a, compromise no, no. anything you're doing, like about who you are right now, <laughs> to get closer to having better traction? Um, compromise. If anything stood in the way, um, like if I said Xavier, if you put a fat 808 in every one of your songs, it's not a big change, but it's a little bit, and you'll get more traction. Oh, would you do that? Fuck. Oh man, I know I've asked something like this to you a while ago where I'm like, um, sorry, <laughs> uh, like, well, what if you made like a, like a, a, a pop dream, bubblegum pop, you know, hit and you're like, I would never, first of all, I would never make <laughs> that kind of hit. And, and, um, oh man, now that I've been doing my own thing, it's very, very hard for me Good. to agree to that kind of stuff. It's weird because, like, with Mr. Call, I would be like, yeah, whatever, throw it on. <laughs> but, like, with... Is it hooky? Yeah, exactly. It, with me, I feel like I'm I'm 
trying to nail a certain sound and I don't know it to a T yet. I'm, I'm still discovering it, but like, I like what I like and I know exactly what I want to hear. And like for someone to be like, well, what if we throw this like dubstep kind of thing in there? And I'd be like, you can suck my ass. <laughs> I would not agree to that. Yeah. If some DJ want empowered. Yeah. If some DJ wanted to do a remix of like my song, that's already that's out. very different. Yeah. 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 Sure. Different. Take the song. That's already good and, <laughs> <laughs> and make it like cool. If, if I'll, I'll vibe with it, but like, yeah, n no, that, that to me, that cannot happen anymore. Yeah. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I hope everyone heard that nice and clearly. <laughs> well, I mean, once again, we talk about growth. We talk about importance of releasing music. We talk about the importance of guidance in a studio. We talk about all this stuff. Well, like there's your fucking proof right there. Right. It's important because the moment you start doing that, you start taking control and expressing yourself instead mm. of trying to fucking get someone to listen to you. Yeah. Like stop trying to get people to listen to you. Yeah. Like put your stuff out there yeah. and express yourself. Yeah. Express. I mean, practice. Right. Be good at what you're doing. Don't fuck around. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> But express yourself and like the moment you start and look at, I feel like I'm talking to a totally, totally new person from, you know, Mr. Call. Right. Yeah. It was, I was definitely in a, in a world where I was like, like I, I told you, I think it was a very first podcast where I told you I was a strong number two, but then you're like, yeah, but if you wanted to take the lead, you could. And I'm like, yeah, but like, Dude. I didn't really put myself in that situation. And I didn't think that was a reality. Even like I was, I was doing a song a, a long time ago when my dad shit on my music <laughs> and I sent my, uh, my friend, uh, Adam, I, I sent him a track and I said like, yeah, what do you think about this? And he's like, dude, I really like it. You should really get it like mixed and mastered professionally or like, you know, professionally done this. And, and I'm thinking, yeah, but I kind of just want to throw it out there maybe I'll do it later on. And he's just like, well, dude, if you're never going to get to where you want or you're never going to make it if, 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 if you're just going to throw it out there and not really care about it. And I, and I, I was kind of offended cause I'm, I was thinking like, well, why would I even make it? <laughs> you know, yeah. I was totally, and I'm, and I think about that to this day, I'm thinking like, I really, really didn't believe in myself at that time. You know, it's crazy. And this is going to be cliche, but my girlfriend has said this to me multiple times because I've struggled with the project that I'm doing because it's mm. all alone. I don't have anybody in here with me. Like I go through a lot of these phases where like I start to, I wouldn't say doubt, but like very much like you said, like, why would I, like, I don't yeah. care. Like, why should I care? Yeah. And she like gets in my face and she always says like, if you don't fucking care about it, why should I? Yeah. Why should anybody care about something you don't even have the balls to stand exactly. behind? Exactly. Yeah. And I've always said like, stand behind what you do. Yeah. Stand by it. Yeah. So it's uh no. Yeah. That's, I, that's, perfect that's what we both need to hear Hell honestly yeah. we we totally yeah if you whoever's listening if you have time and you want to like have a total trip uh go back i think it's episode two second yeah, episode uh, i did with second you. second or third yeah second yeah, or third yeah, of yeah. the show now we had different mics and the audio wasn't very good things were a little crazy so i think it's fine but you yeah. know bear with us uh listen to that episode you can hear a lot about xavier and where he was yeah uh it was and listen to this again i mean and there you'll have it like creativity of people that doubt yourselves. Like there is a growth that needs to be not need. There's a growth that is out there for you yeah. and you can grow mm. and it's, there's no specific way to do it. There's no, you know, step one, step two, step three. Right. There's just expressing yourself every step of the way, exactly. whatever step it is. Even if you hate it along the way and you're like, uh, but it's like the hating it that is, is more, a 
thought provoking, I think. Like, well, yeah, I mean, grit. You need yeah, grit. Exactly. Like, why did I hate that? You know, what exa- What about that did I hate? And so, like, you just kind of keep going through that motion. And yeah, yeah. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't develop grit sitting in your room playing your songs for mom and dad. Exactly. Yeah. Which I was doing that for a while. <laughs> you, you develop grit by getting on stage and getting your shit thrown in your face by getting in front of a microphone yeah. and saying, "No matter what, I stand by this." You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, damn, dude. Yeah. Uh, before we go. Yeah. Um. One first before we even do the advice thing, yeah. like, what do you think of this uh, format? I know it may I not, love this, it may man. not sound a lot. I like, love this. Much different. I, but I, I I'm so on board with like a. It, it, you know what? I wrote this down. I want to okay. share this. Okay. I uh, I was struggling before the pandemic and before the lockdown. I was hmm. kind of struggling. Um, the two la- last two episodes, yeah. I was interviewed actually in the last episode. Yeah. Um, and then before that, I interviewed a guy named Mark Leggett, who was just one of the most like delightful, and just positive experiences I've had doing this show. Like what a, it really changed me. Um, but before those two, I was struggling with like the show and like why I keep working so hard and pushing. So I knew what I was doing. Like I do this because I like to talk about this and I like to share and I like to build a creative community. So I walked in here and I I wrote down this like super cheesy and I'm going to be vulnerable and share this. Do it. I have a page on that. It's been on here for months. Okay. It's a stupid piece of paper. It says why bring us together, creative people's deepest sides. I want to talk to them. Yeah. Actually something to say, not just because they are, quote unquote, someone, build and expose a creative community. I can't, man. And like, there's just like chicken yeah. scratch. I keep on the table all the time to remind yeah. me like, which is why I got rid of the video. Like mm. for those of you that question, like I got rid of it because one, there just wasn't enough people on YouTube subscribing and watching it. Not that I need you to, but like you have to think an hour and a half podcast, you know, each camera, both cameras, you know, exporting is going to take about an hour Mm. and then editing takes about two hours. Then exporting that footage takes about another, you know, six, seven hours and then three hours upload to YouTube. Like, I was like, that's not what this is about. This is about, you know, us having this conversation. Right. So I, like, I definitely wanted to approach this first one in a sense of like, I want to sit down and I want to talk to Xavier. Yeah. And that's all that matters today. Cool. Cool. So I, I, I hope that, I hope that that came through and I hope I people listening it feel did. that. I love it, man. I love the whole thing. Good. I, I love this whole studio now and it, it just it's just so inviting. By the way, if you're listening, Haig and I decided to tear down every single poster that he had in here that was glued to the wall basically. Oh my god. <laughs> that took yeah. the entire day, but we got it done and like the sticky tape that I used for these posters were just it was literally stuck to the wall and we're just like pulling using our muscles <laughs> it wasn't even muscles that was just like fingernails <laughs> yeah we <laughs> well you know what's funny is i, I watched uh shangri-la mm-hmm. everyone should watch shangri-la uh it's rick rubin's kind of like whole deal with all his artists rick rubin is one of the greatest people to ever walk this earth um and a lot, a lot of people would disagree because they say he's not present during the production but mm. that means you don't understand what rick rubin does <laughs> um but i was very inspired by the clean the cleanliness of it and uh I wanted to make a environment, the studio, like, cause I want to start working with more artists. I want to, I'm not going to produce them, but I'm going to produce them in the sense of like we talked about, I'm going to help them reach their purest, exactly. most powerful expression. Yeah. And so when we ripped down all the posters and made this place clean, it created a, a space for people to come in and be their person. Yeah. Yeah. So I, if you're listening in our, you know, I, I, what a weird statement. If you're listening, I mean, shit, if they're hearing this, yeah, they're, they're listening. To- they're totally, yeah. Yeah. They're totally hearing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I invite everyone to come in and be their most creative and expressive self in here. 
And Xavier had a huge part in making that happen because that <laughs> did take hours. That did take hours, yeah. Was yeah, cool. don't use mounting tape no, the, no. for posters. But we got it done. Because like, that <laughs> ruined a lot of my posters and my wall <laughs> and my nails. Not that it matters. But. It's all right. Uh, so back on topic before we go, uh-huh. what – and we'll come back to this in a few months when okay. I have you on again. Okay, cool. What is your advice in this moment for anybody – either releasing music or wanting to release music releasing or wanting to um and i I did kind of gloss over this uh when i was with uh mr call when we did the whole band thing i think i said you're gonna suck and like whatever you're gonna do is gonna suck but just right and I, i i still to a sense uh stand by that but at the same time like if you're fucking feeling something and you want to record it, do it. And like, just keep doing it. And if you think of something else and that you have this whole, if it's really, really what you love, it's, you're gonna try, but it's not gonna be detrimental to your health. It's, it. you're gonna try, but it's, you're gonna love what you're doing and you just keep doing it. So if you're wanting to release music, just do it, just do it. I did that. I was on SoundCloud and I was just pumping out tracks and just like, whatever. Finally, I realized, you know, this needs a little bit more time. You know, I I had the humility in myself of like, okay, these songs are cool. And like, what I'm doing is okay. I have a certain vision for these songs. What am I doing? Just releasing nonsense out. Nonsense. A track by my guy, Hike. <laughs> um, um, what am I doing releasing these songs out? You know, if I really, really care about these songs, then I'm going to put the time and effort that I think is deemed fitting for these songs. So I kind of took a step back and I really like, I started writing a little bit more directly stream of consciousness of course a little bit more directly talking to other people i'm working with an engineer now his name is austin asfinanda he's an amazing mixer he's worked with you know great bands but i'm like surrounding myself in uh like you i want to be i want to be something you know i want to be something cool and i want to be something great and i feel like i have something to say so I realized I can't all do this on my own as far as like I can make the songs. I can't mix. I can't do this. I can't yeah. do that. I need a little help, you know? And so that's where where that comes in. But like going back to all this, if you want to if you want to release music, just do it. Just keep doing it and figure out what you like, what you don't like. Um if you are thinking about writing, um, right. Oh my God. I cannot tell you. I need to show you how many, how many disgusting voice, um, <laughs> voice memos that I have on my phone oh, boy. of early songs where I'm all pitchy and I'm all just like, just recording. <laughs> if you're thinking about writing songs, please just do it. You know, <laughs> do us both a favor yeah. and just do it because I did the same thing. The, and, and what I was telling you, uh, I was talking about like my brother earlier, you know what, you're going to try and fail 
and try and fail and try and fail. And you know what? You, you have to do it. You have to go through that process. Yeah. So I, I, I love that. You know, I, I, I have to, I, I can't stop. I cannot yeah. stop. I don't know what it is. I just can't. So with some powerful stuff in there. Yeah. I think it's important. What do you, now. what do you think though? If, if I mean, I, that's, that's, I agree with all of that. Yeah. It really is. It's powerful, you know, try and fail, not because that's what all the successful people say, but because that's what happens. Yeah. That's like, I think you, I think really there's only, there's only a, a one choice to be made of among two options. You know, either you do it, mm. which involves trying and failing and all that stuff, mm. or you deny yourself who you are. Right. You're and right. Yeah. That might be manipulative in a way to say it. Yeah. But that's the truth. You know because what? But, yeah. Anything that's right. not putting yourself on the front lines of your own life mm -hmm. is denying yourself your your own your own existence. Yeah. And if that's writing music, no matter how good or bad you think you are, yeah. You know, buy a cheap mic, record it. You know, You're so get right. on your fucking iPhone, record yeah, it. Exactly. Listen back to it. If it needs work, it needs work. Yeah. Yeah. Recognize what you can and can't do, and move and plan accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. And also at the same time, take a step back and like. Uh, what I would do is like show it to like kind of close people in my life, and you know what? They would shit on. It. Oh, they'll they'll shit on. <laughs> they'll it the shit most. on it. Oh yeah. By the uh, for the record, a lot of people are gonna shit on your shit. <laughs> They're gonna rip you a new one. Gonna, but, yeah, yeah. But that's not why you're doing it. Exactly. So don't that's, forget that. Yeah, that's not why you're doing it. You're doing it because you love it, and you're doing it because like you got something to say, and that's really all what it's about. So. Well, Xavier, thank you so much for doing this, man. Thank you. Uh, and I, I hope that we can I can do an episode every week. I'm not going to push for that. I'm going to yeah. reach out to people I want to talk to and yeah. make this show just as real as it can be and talk yeah. about things that matter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks for to everyone tuning thank back in. So and much. make sure to follow, subscribe on all your platforms and help make this thing uh, even more possible every and, day. And listen to HYG. Yeah, go look me up. Hi, HYG. Hi. Spotify, Apple Music, all you can hear on any platform amazon um and the other ones <laughs> <laughs> and xavier go listen to xavier he's got some groovy groovy songs all right peace out peace out my friends <laughs>